0: Nicely done by Robertson, there's Mane, and there is the first goal of the derby. And it's a quick fire strike for Sadio Mane, who's back in the Liverpool team, and back in the team with a bang. And what a ball that is, picking Mane out, who smashes it into the roof of the net, for a perfect start for the red part of Liverpool. was headed away by Seamus Coleman, back in by Fabinho van Dijk, coming in. Oh. And the offside flag up. He could have easily been sent off for this challenge. I'm very surprised that it's just all been forgotten about in the in the offside situation. In goes the corner, <laughs> Glenn have and equalised. Well, Michael Keane is gonna claim the Everton equaliser. It's his third goal of the season. And from the set-piece, Everton are level in the Merseyside derby through Michael Keane. Well, it's a fantastic ball in, isn't it? It's Alexander Arnold. It's a brilliant save by Pickford. A bit a space out there for Jordan Henderson, who can cross it in. Shot comes in by Salah, who took it brilliantly. Superb. Instinctive finish by Mo to make it Everton 1, Liverpool 2. Where has that just come from? (laughs) It's in towards Matic and it's a brilliant save by Pickford. Absolutely outstanding. There's James Rodriguez for uh, Everton. That's a nice ball to Luca Dean. Dominic Calvert-Lewin in the middle. Dominic Calvert-Lewin scores again. Well, he cannot stop scoring for Everson, the number nine. And Dominic Calvert-Lewin gives Liverpool both barrels on derby day. And well, if there is going to be a winning goal in this one, you might just put it down in the bracket. There's Richarlison and Thiago he's coming get together. Sent off, I think it's going to be a red card for Richarlison. I think the problem for Richarlison, his foot is so high going into the challenge. It's a, it's a, it almost is a leg breaker, yeah. There's another no-look pass from Thiago to Mane, he pulled back to Henderson! And it's gone in, And he's done it right at the end, Jordan Henderson! It is very, very tight. There you go. That is the finest of margins, isn't it? It's just been relayed from David Coote to Michael Oliver that it has to be ruled out for offside. Free kick taken by James Rodriguez. Dominic calvert Lewin and and adrian who was in the spotlight when the game kicked off with the all-important final touch for Liverpool.
1: Welcome to the St. Martin's Football Show. We're on today's show. We'll be looking back at the Merseyside Derby and other Premier League games. Um, as you heard them in that intro, um, it was a very controversial um, Merseyside Derby. Um, again, like always, I'll be joined by the regular pundits Lloyd Bounds and um, Max New. I think there's only one place to start then Well, we were going to start there anyway. Um, the early kickoff was Everton against Liverpool, um, the 237th Merseyside derby. Um, before we talk about the main incidents, Mane scored after three minutes. Um, Michael Keane scored after 19 minutes, a brilliant header from a corner. Salah then, um, Liverpool 2-1 ahead on 72 minutes. And a Calvert Lewin, um, who continued his brilliant run of form, scored in 81st minute. 81st minute, and Richarlison got a red card after 89 minutes for a reckless challenge on um, Thiago. Um, we'll start off then. The only one place incident to talk about, um, the Van Dyke incident on Pickford. Lloyd, your thoughts?
2: Uh, like it, it was obviously a very like like it was a stupid tackle. But, like, uh, that, that, that's not really the controversy. Like, if it was a steeper tackle or not. Like, it, it, like he did try for the ball, but it's completely missed. It's completely clattered with Van it Like, it was a horrible tackle. And, like, Van is now injured for, like, like, a very long time with ACL. It's, like, horrible for him. There's, like, the argument of, like, should Pickford face, like, face a ban or something? Like... Like I, I definitely don't think he should like save it banned now, which I've seen like a lot of people saying. Like he should be banned for like ten games. Like he wasn't, yeah. he wasn't given a card in the game because it was offside. I think there's a rule which says like even if it's offside, you can still give a card or whatever. But like it wasn't given. So like I think you just need to move on now. Like it was obviously horrible. Like you can't exactly like fine him or ban him for like ten games there.
1: Yeah, my well I I gotta admit this, obviously it was a horrific challenge but obviously got the balls were well, laws here which I'll read out. But I did say, um, after that offside, I was given a challenge. Don't get me wrong, it was a horrific challenge and there's no place for it. But I did say there was they were literally the right decisions in the game and when you look at the football laws they were right and I did say to Liverpool, Stop you and focus on your next game. But when you look back at the challenge over and over and it it, it just doesn't look better, but um max for you then did, did you think then that he should have got sent off
3: i think if at the time i think he should have been sent off the, even though it was offside i i still think I, I believe even if it's a red card challenge you can still end them off for that and um i think at the time they were I'm not sure exactly sure the rules uh what actually occurred but it, it was an issue with the um, vi- uh, visual assistant um uh, the, the reason why I didn't get sent off but in terms of retrospective action, doing stuff now I, I don't see any point in doing that and I think we should just kind of move on, uh, Liverpool especially
1: Yeah, I think um, a lot of people have been saying it then, um, before we talk about the laws, do you think and I'll start off with you Max do you think Pickford intentionally went to kick out on Van Dijk or do you think he was going for the ball, it was just a bad challenge
3: I don't. I don't think there's any way he would. You would do that because you would know that it's going to be a red, red card challenge if he was purposely trying to do that. And he didn't know it was offside, so I don't think you would intend to get sent off
2: when his team needs him.
1: Do you agree, Lloyd?
2: Uh, yeah. Like it, it's obviously a derby game, so like you are going to put in ways tackles and stuff. Like you're still, not, you're still only going to make a red card challenge. But like, say Pickford did get sent off, like that that easily cost them the game. Like, they'd have to play the backup keeper then, and they then obviously be a 10-man. It's like, they would have had to take an attacking option off, most likely. So like, that would have completely, yeah. like, they very, obviously very massively changed the entire game. So, I definitely don't think it's, like, you it intentionally went for, like, a horrible tackle.
1: I suppose, you obviously, like, sit on the fence here, you could also say Van Dijk going off, um, influenced the game for Liverpool, because they weren't, um, good to the back like they normally are with their best defender going off couldn't you? I oh, yeah, know, but yeah.
3: you'd also hypothetically, I mean realistically I think if that isn't offside the first time, it is a red card and I think
1: yeah yeah I can't, I can't disagree with that yeah
3: and I think from from Pickford's perspective, somebody who didn't know it was going to be offside. Obviously maybe you could argue that he wanted to injure him, but you, I mean you just think it would, he would have thought that it would have been a red because he didn't know it was offside.
1: Yeah, Alan, she said on Matchday Day on Saturday, it was an awful challenge, it's serious foul play, it's endangering an opponent and it's a clear red. Well, it moves quite clearly onto this then. These are the laws then um, of a the, well, the situation like this. Um, first one is a player in an offside position is moving towards the ball with the intention of playing the ball and he's fouled before playing or attempting to play the ball or challenging an opponent for the ball. The foul is penalised as it's occurred occurred before the offside offence. The second part of it, an offence is committed against a player in an offside position who is already playing or attempting to play the ball or challenging an opponent for the ball. The offside offence is penalised and it's occurred before the uh, foul challenge. Well, really what that is saying is Van Dijk went for the ball. Do we all agree with that? No, I think, yeah. I, think I think I think
3: it's the it's the nature of the tackle though. the more, the kind of offence like that should be special consideration and kind of outside of those rules because it's blatantly red card and it's terrible.
1: Uh, I well he, if if you read in if you read into that I suppose you could say Pickford escape punishment because Van Dyke is in an offside position and he'd already attempted to play the ball. So therefore, he's meaning the offside has occur- occurred before the foul. C- can you say that? Yes. Yeah, so as much as it's a bad challenge, personally, I know um, a few other people have come out after as well. I think um, Peter Walton come out as well. and um, it was, By the way, he's a, a former referee and he does all the referee decisions um, for BT Sport and everything. And he come out and he said that Um, It can still be given as a red card and and all that. I think uh, you might have it in front of me now that... um, Well, I don't know. I think what he said was... um, Sorry, here it is. Peter Walton did say, when the whistle goes, it's irrelevant. Um, If it's dangerous play, player can be sent off. VAR didn't see it. Fit to ask the ref to look at the monitor, which might be correct, but with VAR, he knows. Um, So really, if it was... Going to be ruled out. They should have gone to VAR, but if if you're a referee Lloyd and you look at the monitor, do you still give it as a red card considering that offside? Uh, well, Listening yeah, to them laws.
2: Uh, yeah, well, I, I know, I know, I would. But like, you, like it's, it's a weird situation. It's like if you do follow it to the letter of the law, oh, that I'd, I'd I'd give it. I think it's a red. That, that, is dangerous. Dangerous. that is
1: dangerous. It's, 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 oh it's yeah, dangerous it's,
2: intent, like it literally towards ACL. Like he's going to be able to rest the season easily. Like it's massive dangerous intent. Like he he didn't try and play the ball really, did he? I I don't yeah, really. I, I
1: think I think I think he did because if you look you look at it right. Oh, uh, don't get me wrong, it's it's a horrific challenge. He's fantastic.
2: Right?
1: Van Dijk. It's, 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 it's a red it's a red card right if if it's not offside in my opinion right. I know you could say, oh, you're a Man United fan, you're at Liverpool, right? Neutral from this, right? It's it's a horrific time. It's a red card for the offside. But you look, it's a back post. There was nobody marking Van Dijk or Dunning. I think we got off the ball. And Pickford was going over to clear the ball. And like I said, I don't think he intentionally did it, but it was just the timing was pretty poor. But you can't say I don't well, think he was, it was going.
2: Accidental.
1: It was, yeah, it was, I, I think he was going to play the ball. I don't oh. think I think I think he was trying to clear. Obviously, we don't know. Only probably Jordan Pickford only knows what he was trying to do or was in his head. But you, if you look at it from like different photos and whatever and angles from videos, it it, it does look like, I suppose, I got a picture on here that he was going to play the ball, which it doesn't take away how much of a bad challenge he was. And, um, well, I mean, it is to...
3: dangerous and it's kind of um...
1: yeah,
2: it's, 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 it's a horrible
1: to it, it, it was a dangerous challenge, of course it was, hundred percent. But you have got to feel obviously sorry for Van Dijk, obviously probably the best defender in the world. But even if he, if it wasn't Van Dijk, you'd feel sorry for him because as you said, like, he's out for probably the season. Now um, the Athletics David Orstein said that it is his understanding that um, the damage to Virgil Van Dijk's right knee is perhaps worse than uh, an ACL, which obviously could mean he's out for longer and he might not be able to play at the level he was playing at. So, personally, myself, it's a horrific challenge, but I think the offside affects it. And reading out them laws, I think you have got to say, and I'd say the same if if it was a Man United player foul and if one of ours did it, the laws say that, Even if he he went to play the ball Van Dijk, obviously, he was in offside. He's, you know, it's a dangerous challenge, but, you know, whether or not they were that law is another thing. But um, another VAR incident was obviously the Sadio Mane um, offside that was in the build-up to Jordan Henderson's, um, well, winner at the time before he got ruled out. Um, Was it... all? Do you, well. It, well, technically, it was offside. But do you agree with our Law Lloyd that the line drawn and his elbow, it's maybe it's just his elbow? Well,
2: it was like two things. Like I think it's a bit stupid that it's that specific. Like it's literally to the like it's like micrometer basically. Like it's, it's extremely stupid. Like the, from the photo, I, from all the photos I've seen, I don't think he's offside from the line. Like I swear, I can see like pixels. Of like someone's boot, like like an Everton player's boot, which were over the line as well. Like I swear they've literally got it like completely wrong, and it's it's stupid anyway. Then I I think they've got it wrong as well. It's it it's is. an extremely stupid call.
1: But but you could also argue that um an offside is an offside. Do you do you agree with that, or would you give some leniency for incidents like I don't know Marnie, and there has been incidents in the past.
2: Well, it's also not like it was his arm. It wasn't like a, it wasn't his foot. It wasn't something you can score a goal with.
1: So would you, so would you, stupid. So would you say, well, it is actually funny to be fair because the Premier League did. I think they changed the rules a few weeks ago as well for the international break on. Um, I think some part of your arm can be offside, but obviously in this case, and the officials apparently come out after and said they didn't know the rules, which is probably is a load of rubbish because. Like other people have said, they go to Stanley Park, the VAR centre, and they get hold all the views and the VAR. So I think that's a very poor excuse. All
2: the rest are horribly incompetent.
1: They, they are. And and Michael Oliver arguably is, to a lot of people, is probably the Premier League's best, best ref. Obviously, different people have different opinions on that. But I don't know. I, I think he was a misfortune, but I think we can all agree as well on um, with Charles and Charles and There was a, a definite red. It's all the
2: agree red, on yes. that. Uh, do you see Manes as well?
1: Mane, yeah, Manes as well. You could argue. To be it, was, and it was
2: like in that build-up to the Charles one, and like that's he just right. trips Mina over. It's it like that's also right. like a clear red. It was that's just right like was. like the guy on VAR. was like like well, he, he didn't even do his job like at all.
1: Do you, do you agree then with, obviously, Liverpool asked um, the Premier League to review the VAR decisions. Couldn't you argue then that uh, Everton should do the same? Obviously, you talked about that Mane, um trip on Mina. Uh,
2: well, yeah, they could do, but like, it, it doesn't really affect them now.
1: Yes, I think I think for, going forward, VAR has, has got to change there, but um, it doesn't take away um, how good that um, Merseyside derby was, obviously loads of incidents which got us and a lot of other people talking there um, but I think probably I don't know was it a fair result 2-2 two, two, maybe no Liverpool
3: they scored a goal that didn't count but so they scored like an actual goal
1: they also their, like
3: arguably best player of the pitch for like and, they, of the and they also more importantly they did play better than Everton so. yeah
1: I, I thought I thought maybe a draw. Maybe I'm being a bit harsh on Liverpool. I thought maybe a draw was, was a fair result, But as, as you said, there' are lots of maybe Liverpool were harsh doing um, the red card, as you said, if Pickford got sent off, that would have changed it. I suppose you could say that it changed it for Liverpool, because um, Van Dyke. Um, one weird answer then, Lloyd, and I'll ask you, Max. Uh, will Liverpool win the league? Obviously, Van Dyke probably most likely out no. for the season. Will they win the league? No. You Max? Yes. I I agree with Max. I still think obviously they got Matip to come in and Matip uh, he's he's done all right. We'll see. Um, but I, I I still think though. Um, Alice, I think Alison's back at the end of November and then if they keep their front three fit at fit. Um, I think Thiago's not. I uh, I how long's Thiago out for? Do you know? I, I don't think, I don't think it's as long. Um, so obviously they're back. So I do. Think it
2: would be
3: more than a month, I don't think. No, I think uh, it's like a week.
1: A week, is it? Okay. Um, I think though Liverpool uh, probably will um, wrap up the title then. Um, onto the three o'clock game. Um, which is the first game to be shown live on Sky Box Office. Um, Chelsea drew three three with Southampton. Werner put um well Verna scored two. Um, his first Premier League goals for Chelsea um, when everyone took him out when everyone took him out with their fancy team fancy team. Um, there, uh, Danny Ings then scored on in the thirty uh, sorry, the forty-third minute um half time and then um Shea Adams scored an equalizer. Uh, two minutes later Kai Havit scored and then in the 92nd sec- minute um Vestergaard's got so a point there. Um, So, obviously, another disappointing performance from um, Chelsea. They were linked with um, some reports. I don't think they're really really that accurate. I think they were linked to that Haaland from Dortmund (laughs) running next summer. Because he has a release call Uh, of 63 million, but um, I don't think. I was actually surprised at the 63 million release calls. I think. they'll they'll
2: They'll probably sign the new contract. Yeah, I. No, I, I think it is agent. I use Dortmund as like so we can grow basically. It's like the release close to this, so we will then like definitely go to join the better club.
1: Will he leave yeah. in the summer then, Lloyd?
2: Uh, well, yeah, he put he might this summer. He might stay another year. But we will see.
1: Yeah, we we will see there. Um, obviously the Champions League starts this week. Um, Man City then obviously they played you, Lloyd, Saturday. Um, not really highlighted as um won the uh, main talking points, Man City winning 1-0, yeah it was it was actually, Sterling obviously scored after um, 23 uh, minutes and he wasn't really um, good for you you did did alright, Arteta obviously returning to Man City uh, there and uh, apparently Arsenal still have not won away at the big six um, since 2015, obviously Man City were without Kevin De Bruyne and um, Jesus but there was one stat that a friend of ours brought up. There was Premier League away wins against the Big Six since February 2015. Obviously, you've got zero, and um, Crystal mm. Palace nine, and you've now failed to win um, your last 29 Premier League away matches against the top six. Is that? Are you worried for Mikel Arteta there, or is that just a, a just a random stat?
2: No, it's like it's a bit of both. Like our team is not the best at the moment. Like Arteta's done way better. Like we've beat like. Uh, we can beat people away from the Emirates, but only if it's Wembley. <laughs> so Wembley. We so we, we do need to work on it. Like, it is a bit worrying, but I, I don't really think it's worrying for Teta. It's like under Emery, if we were, like, horrible. Like, he's horrible away somehow. Like, he went a whole season with Valencia, not winning on an away game, the Civil Ass. So he clearly has some kind of coaching problem in the away games. And then, like it was the end of Wenger, he also did terrible as well. So I I don't think it, like, like, you can't say anything about Arteta. Because, like, he's gone and won us like, cups and stuff already. Like, beating these teams away from home. Like, it used needs need to replicate it in the league now.
1: Yeah, and he was... Um, he said they're not, not a good stat there. But, I, obviously, you have beaten um, them uh, teams away. Um, then, um, obviously, another main talking point was Mesut Ozil. Um, he was left out of Real Madrid... Uh, sorry, not Real Madrid... Arsenal's Premier League squad um, are you are you surprised by that and he's been left out of now the Europa League squad and the Premier League squad is he a goner? Uh,
2: well like he's not really a goner as in like he's going to leave the club but like he's almost certain he's never going to play a game for us again which is like it is extremely sad and like it is a horrible way for like arguably one of the best players of the MSE were to leave like he, he he signed it like he's played for for seven years. He signed for us. Ended our like nine-year goal drought. Like instantly. Like he's won loads with us. He's been amazing. And it's a it's a horrible, horrible way for him to go out. But like like no one knows what's going on behind the scenes, so you can't really say anything yet.
1: Uh, a key question about this: Does Armin gonna saw us or get his wages now? Uh
2: yes, because <laughs> we are still paying Ozil even though he I cannot play in the league or in the Europa League. We also paying playing in the full 350k. That's
1: all right. But um, obviously, staying on to that Premier League um, squad thing, it was a um, a surprise, um, well, a definite surprise um, choice for Chelsea as well. They brought um, Petr Cech in as a fifth-choice goalkeeper. Obviously, he left you um, in 2018. Um, he's going to go in as a emergency keeper. Obviously, fifth choice. Obviously, he's there. Um, club's technical and performance advisor. And he's in case like players get coronavirus, or I think that's what Chelsea described it, but he's no contract there. So he's just like, nice resort. Um, they, um, then, obviously, in the last game on Saturday night, uh, another game on box office was uh, my team, Man United. So uh, It was a terrible start. Luke Shaw, after two minutes, scored an own goal. Hmm. Um, oh, it's, it's, I thought, oh no, the heavens are going to open here um, for more Newcastle goals. But um, hi Maguire scored. Obviously, he's had a tough time recently after 23 minutes, and then the goals started to open for us there in the 86th minute. Despite missing a, a penalty after not doing his his skip and his hop, Fernandez um, scored in the 86th minute. Juan Basaka scored in the 90th minute. Um, obviously, it was his 50th appearance there. Again, his first goal for us. Um, his first Premier League goal in 96 games. Obviously, he played 46 for Palace. And then Marcus Rashford in the 96th minute um, scored our fourth then. it was a very late flurry there. Um, obviously, we got PSG in the Champions League this week. Um, it's a bit of a daunting prospect there. Obviously, we've done... Um, we beat them last year at the Park de France whether or not um, Prince, sorry whether or not we'll, we'll do the same this season it depends on how well we play um, is this a is this a turning point now Lloyd for us
2: uh, I wouldn't really say it's a turning point it's like it's, it's a very short like very short space of time but like it, like it, it's just only. Oh, like, it's just inconsistent really
1: yeah, um, we, we talked on the Trump Champions League preview show. Um, Max and Mr. Lopez did, and they don't think we're going to qualify in the Champions League um, out with the group. Do you reckon we'll get out with the group?
2: Uh, I'm not really sure. Like there are obviously two other really, really good teams in there, so it'll be tough. But I, I won't be surprised if you come out of it. But yeah. I wouldn't expect to come out of it.
1: Now, what would you say then? That who's going to be the teams? If you want to make one prediction on the spot now, who are the teams getting out of that group?
2: Uh, PSG and Leipzig.
1: PSG, PSG and Leipzig. Really, I think Max. Obviously, you said PSG and Leipzig as well. I, I think. I think we'll get out of it.
3: I mean, I we'll think that down. that game did change my mind a bit.
1: Yeah, I think I think he'll go. He'll get. He'll go down. Go down to the wire, obviously big game against PSG to open with so hopefully we can um, start off well there Um, well because we haven't really been performing um, recently as we've talked on many shows um, especially with that Tottenham game but um, as you said there, Fernandez obviously missed his penalty so where the talks you know, why didn't he do his uh, skip and his hop which surprised me actually but um, there but it does annoy me though. Um, people say obviously we do statistically get awarded a lot of penalties. You don't, you don't need rocket science to work that one out. But some of them, I'll admit this, are not penalties. Um, prime example that was Fernandez against Villa last year towards the end of the season when he was like he was pathetic, really. I think Tom Daly's done like he did a better dive <laughs> than Tom Daly. Um, but I, I think it does annoy me that. Obviously, we have had a few handballs, but we do get fouled a lot in the penalty. And I know we get a lot of penalties and whatever. I I do think some most of them are, and we do get. fouled. of lots of them
3: are pens, but they're very soft.
1: Yeah, but but we did we argued the same, Lloyd. I think it was against Sheffield United in the Champions League in the FA Cup quarterfinals last year, and we talked about um, was it I think Lacazette got brought down, and we had that discussion about. Um, penalties and and you thought it was a penalty, but it was very soft and the, the way they give it, which you could probably say. But nowadays, isn't isn't any contact a penalty? In the uh,
2: well, there's like I think what I said about I can't even remember. It. I I think I said it was like it's one of the pens, where like it's not going to get overturned by VAR but if the ref gives it. Then it's not then it it's not stays. So like it's yeah. like like you just have weak pens, like yeah, like if you follow the rules, yes, there are pens, that's where they get given, but like uh, no one really cares that much of our...
1: yes, as as you said there it is um very soft um ruling, but i like i said i, I do think most of the penalties we we do have are penalties, we have the odds one or two um that aren't penalties, you know are a few dives or you know um whatever along them lines but um I think the majority of, of them are and I think you know I, I do hope now this this win is um this win is a turning point. Obviously Fernandez now um he scored or assisted in thirteen of his last eighteen Premier League appearances so um very good for us and uh, and good start about Maguire obviously come back. at a tough time for England. Newcastle the first team that Harry Maguire scored more than one Premier League goal against he also scored for Leicester in a 2-0 win in um, 2018 as well. So, hopefully, um, he gets a turning point there. I know he's been left out with our PSG team as well. And um, it's good that Fernandez has been given the uh, captaincy. He looked very surprised in, um, in doing that. I think he was really distracted by something on his phone. And then Ollie turns around and says, you're captain. So, I think um, it's a good choice there. Um, then, all oh, that was the games on Saturday then. Um, on Sunday... Um, first game was another pay-per-view game, um, and he was well, kind of a blinking mick-take, really, paying £14.95 to watch, 19 to be 20th, um, really. And it, it was a bit boring um, watching it on matches of the Day after and the highlights. So, um, Lukman put um, him ahead after 77 minutes after um, Alexander Mitrovic um, was brought down. And then he went and fouled Jack Robertson in the 85th minute. And Billy Sharp converted the um, penalty there. So um, both teams remain winless in the Premier League. Um, Straight after then, Crystal Palace played Brighton. A very feisty affair, actually. Um, Wilfred Zaha scored in the 19th minute with a um, a penalty. His seventh goal against Brighton, the most he scored against um, on one opponent. And then um, McAllister scored in the 90th minute. Um, before Lewis Dunk got sent off in the 93rd minute for um, a reckless challenge. Um, then, um, obviously, the next game was probably um, the best game of um, Sunday as well Tottenham against West Ham. Um, in, the, um, in the game for a remarkable turnaround for um, West Ham.
4: Here's Harry Kane looking to launch one for Jungmin min Son and he has picked out his strike partner and Son goes for goal and what an incredible start. 45 seconds and it is that combination again. Kane to Son, goal. for Harry Kane this is min Reguilon clips on across, Kane he's done it again three up in 16 minutes and Kane involved in every single one of them Now Son, and here's Kane, oh, Oh. so close to that hat-trick goal. The goalkeeper thinks it's in, in. Harry Kane possibly thinks it's the hat-trick. Well, they've been caught by surprise by Fabian Valbuena. And has it come too late to prompt the reality of a revival here for West Ham. Here's Yarmolenko. And it's so foul. Oh! Now hang on. Despair for Sanchez and Tottenham from a position of comfort suddenly find themselves holding on. In this time it's free Gareth Bale Is inside Bonner. Bale oh! That was the moment That should have been For Gareth Bale Cresswell Sends it in towards Rice He couldn't get near it Snodgrass was hoping it would drop Lanzini
1: Then. A brilliant performance for um, for West Ham there, um, coming from 3-0 down. Obviously, Son scored after one minute. Um, Harry Kane after uh, eight and then another in the 16th minute. And we thought, oh, no, he is a um, and the, the Tottenham hammering. But he uh, did well to come back. Um, I think Valbrainer scored after 82 minutes. And then Davison Sanchez own goal after 85 minutes. Um, Lanzini then scored an absolute one goal. Um, top corner, really, in the 94th um, minute, and he was a, a funny start, actually. Obviously, Gareth Bale made his second um, second debut, and uh, they were 3-0 up when he come on, and ended up 3-3, and there was a joke about Tottenham bring on Bale, West Ham bring on Lanzini, and um, Declan Rice found the funny side of that. But, um, Max, then, what, what went wrong for you, then? 3-0 up, and then you go and bottle it.
3: Well, I mean, it's just really unlucky in that. I don't know what to say. I, I, I think, obviously, I think we were excellent in the for the basically 80 minutes. And then I think the first goal was great. Um, Craswells and cross, poor, really poor defending from Sissoko. I think maybe a leader in the defense is maybe what we're what we're missing. I think, but um. I think it, more more than anything, it was just it was just bad luck.
1: Uh,
3: like you can't account for a player scoring a screamer. You can't do that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I think obviously,
3: think obviously it was poor from Sanchez for the second well, That was just that was off.
1: Yeah, just about to say that then, but the amount of chances you had. Obviously Bale um, had his chance, um, free kick, and he was a very poor free kick. I know you could say he was it was a bit far out when he's just come on the pitch. Um, there, but, you know, could you not say you should have seen the game out earlier?
3: I mean, three goals. I've seen the game out, I think. That's a lot of goals.
1: No, but you're 3-0 you're up, you're right? You had more chances to go, like, 4-5-0 up and then you obviously bottle a 3 0 lead, so you know obviously. I wouldn't really call right it.
3: I mean, you can't goals. really call it bottling if it, somebody scores a screamer. To it do was.
1: It. They've scored. They've scored. It's a
3: screamer. Goals. It's a screamer. You can't do it. The <laughs> bottling would be like making mistakes for them. Like it was make. one clear mistake, and I was like.
1: <laughs> well, they they scored three goals right in um was it ten minutes? I think the only team who have come from um what well, that amount three goals on more and come back and scored it's just um, a freak of
3: nature three, i don't want to say it's, it's a freak of like nature it. that's that is insane no, I don't, it's just insane bad luck but it's an insanely good luck from west ham it's not a bold job if it's just insane like it's not a bold job if it's a like a freak accident
1: was it? Was it if we if we accidentally? Yeah, oh, they scored a know, screamer. That it's happened, it's happened, it's happened for you before? And you can't I mean, you can't you can't season. say
3: we can't say we're bottle jobs because we conceded a screamer that's like impossible to defend.
1: Oh, I'm not saying that screamer, but like you said, the Davison Sanchez error.
3: And you can't. You okay, had, you we were, conceded right. a penalty that was not a pen?
1: You had you had, you had again. It's such you bottle jobs. we conceded you, a, you pen
3: get, that literally wasn't going, a pen. I'm
1: I'm not going to bottle jobs because many teams have had it we've had it before but I know but I'm just saying we didn't that, bottle it anyway. Don't don't you think the team the pundits and whatever have said that Tottenham um could challenge for the Premier League this year well you don't know can. obviously we, we we've said that it's it's like Liverpool's but it's wide open. But do you think now obviously teams will be looking at you thinking they go three nil up with they can, Oh
3: yeah, they can, oh yeah. Go. If we score yeah. absolute screamers, they're impossible to defend. You'll probably win
1: too. 10 minutes to go. And I think most teams not looking score screamers. We, 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 yeah, but we're three, three nil up with ten, with like what, it was eight minutes. It was the 82nd minute plus about what was it, four minutes of added time. You should be seeing the game out.
3: In the game you out, can, you out, yeah, what, see, not scoring a screamer.
1: You, you concede one. You shouldn't be conceding any more. It was a brilliant goal, don't get me wrong, but
3: you, it was know, two you, you great should be goals. seeing
1: the yeah. game out. Let's not they
3: ignore are, the well, fact that I'm West Ham, gonna... West Ham are what? probably, other than Everton, the most informed team in the league, I think. What? No, I think, I Leicester,
1: think Leicester, really...
3: Leicester, I know, okay, second, third then, fine. Leicester, great team. Uh, Wolves are also a great team. Wolves, they were in good form, and then they had, they got Battered, They got battered. And then the game after, they beat another really informed team, Leeds. So Wolves are a very good team, and they got destroyed by West Ham. West Ham are a very informed team with obviously some good quality in them and actually good new tactics, okay? And Spurs did well against them for, for, for 18 minutes. And then obviously, their quality began to show towards the end. And I think, honestly, lots of clubs that, that were going to play aren't going to be as good as West Ham, I don't think. Because they were yeah, I... in great form and they were in a great place especially mentally in
1: Amitman I think so do you think obviously the like you said that it's not going to be many teams that are going to cause more of a challenge than West Ham is that right is that what you just said well, to
3: us, no I know not, not in that specific moment I don't think so, I don't think I think in terms of, I think I'm not saying we're not going to lose a game again obviously we're going to lose a game <laughs> what I'm saying is what I'm saying is in terms of form in terms of specific moments of isolated quality i think west ham are in a very good position form wise form wise that is because they were in a great form for that and i think in terms of just when when you're in great form things just happen to fall your way and that's what good form is really things happen to fall your way and you you see luck for a specific moment of time and that's why go. and they saw luck because they scored a screamer and they have one of our Defender score a monster score you, a chance,
1: you, you had a chance to seal it as well Bale missed that sitter as we just shared in that um audio clip as well it was a sitter by gareth bale he did all the i was getting ready again I'm it's criticized. just the I, luck from west ham
3: which I, which I, lends to their good form
1: i've criticized a lot of gareth bale as, as you know and i and mr lopez has and we we all have he's right?
3: just come
2: off an but injury for was, like but he hasn't played not only has he not played football he, for like
1: he, he did he did really well. But Leon, Leon, you play good. football
2: week in, week out and miss those goals. He doesn't played football for like two lucky. years.
1: Yeah, yeah, but he's a professional footballer Lloyd, There's a difference. Is gets, totally oh,
3: don't he's put yourself down for, like Ali. Yeah. Not slating yeah. <laughs> Gareth Bale for missing one chance when no, he's just no, I, no, I'm
1: not slating But you were on about West Ham having a bit of luck. You had you had your chances as well. Yeah, we had our luck because we
3: made our we made our chances and we were unlucky not to finish them. The difference I, is I, they were I, lucky to score. We were unlucky to miss.
1: I I still think you should um, see see the uh, obviously see the we should have out won
3: the game. game. Obviously we should have won the game. It's should staying the obvious now.
1: I, just, I still think three goals are, is, is a bit mad. But anyway, on, on the positive side for you... Oh, um, no,
3: that's why Son- I, that's why you just said it was insane. But, OK, yeah. I know it's mad. It obviously is mad. <laughs> anyway,
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, anyway, obviously, Son and Harry Kane um, scored again. They've been on brilliant start to the season. They've now um, got a combined of 28 goals, the fourth most of any duo in a Premier League history. Um, I'll quiz you now, Lloyd and Max. Can you name the other three above them?
2: Uh, Henri Bourque.
1: Mm, you got one of them. It's Henri and uh, Perez. Oh yeah,
2: Henri Perez then. 29.
1: Do you know? Gonna, do you like, know the other two?
3: Kane and uh, Ericsson maybe.
1: No. Four. I'll, um, I'll give you. A, I'll give you a clue. The top one on 36 is Chelsea. And the second one on 29 uh, is Man City.
2: Is it Drogba Lampard?
1: Drogba Lampard's correct. And then yeah. the Man City one.
2: Uh, yeah. Tevez. Oh, no, Aguero Silva.
1: Aguero, De- is still Aguero Silva is correct there. So, well done there. Um, well done there. Obviously, um, you said about West Ham as well. Um, Lanzini love mm-hmm. been against um, London teams. T- 10 goals in 26 Premier League London derby appearances four and seven against Tottenham, and then he scored 11 in 97 appearances against non-London teams there, so clearly loves um, the London teams. And as we said, Garfield, um, come on for his 500th appearance of his club um, career. Almost made it um, a brilliant debut, but um, obviously... Arguably should have scored there, but you know we've had. Um, but as you said you know I I think he'll be he's a great signing for you. As much as we criticised him, I think he's a really good signing um, oh, signing sign-in for you. And uh, it's a one come It's the first um, time you've conceded three um, from winning uh, and since West Brom in 2011. But I I think you yeah, all jokes aside, I think I think you will be back. I, I, it's hard to so say I think, I think a challenge for the league.
3: I I mean I, I, I mean, you know, looking at the stable of the teams, right? When when Everton first, I'm sorry. But they've got I they've see. got they've got they, Yerry Mina defense.
2: They've like consistently performed and like they've overformed a, like overformed an attack has just covered up their defense. Like they can see two to West Brom. Yeah, that's terrible.
1: Why? Why do you think then? Um, do we do we all agree that the Premier League is really open to anyone winning the league? Yeah, no, no
2: one team is going to dominate. No,
1: this no. Year. What? Why? Why do you think that is then? Because obviously, I spoke to Alex on the EFL show and he said that um, it could be down to crowds and everything. Why do you think that is then? Well,
2: it, it's not down to crowds because it was fine after was lockdown. I think it's I, yeah, I, It, I, it, it might pass. The there were moments.
3: Or,
1: or is, were or it? Or is it down to the obviously? The lack, I'd say it's probably down to the lack of pre-season and it's more, yeah. more defending yeah. than it is poor attacking. Obviously, we, we've just had to go at Tottenham for not taking the chances, but then you could also say look at other teams, like for example us, we've been poor defensively, which is which is a fact. and Obviously, we've been better going forward, but I suppose that's why it's, it's so open. But do you think then that, why, why do you think Everton then are at the top of the Premier League? Is it um, is it because they obviously they've been conceding every game is it because they're too good going oh, forward these
3: strikers have been underperforming. bounce as well, bounce, the Hammers bounce the Hammers honeymoon
1: right. but you know it's very very good performance from um, West Ham there anyway, um, the last game oh, actually just to ask you a quick question Roy, uh, Max, obviously you signed Joe Roden from um, Swansea we talked about there on the EFL show until 2025, he's got a number 14 shirt. Um, apparently it's 11 million, rising to 15 million. Good signing for you?
3: Uh, i definitely say so. I mean, we definitely need a f- defender um, as seen against West Ham. And I think, according to lots of people around the club, he's a very good player. And um, Bale and Ben Davis pushed to sign him. And I think a young defender who, who adds quality uh, and the potential to grow under Mourinho, and obviously, Ledley King, the uh, new assistant coach, uh, as well. I think it's, it's a great opportunity, uh, and especially among, amid the issues we're having defensively, an opportunity for a player to come in and maybe fix an issue that we have. So it's good.
1: Yeah, it was, um, as he said there, um, talking of informed teams then, um, in the uh, last game of Sunday, as uh, Max referred to, Aston Villa played Leicester, and he was a 91st-minute winner from. Um, Ross Barkley, it's Rilla, Aston Villa's best start um, in 90 years, obviously winning their first um, four games. It's been a pretty good three weeks for Villa. Obviously, they signed Ollie Watkins. Too extended, yeah, extended Jack Green's deal, signed your keeper Lloyd Martinez, extended um, Mings's deal, um, signed Ross Barkley, and they've defeated Sheffield United, Fulham, um, Leicester, and obviously that famous victory against Liverpool. Um, They're the only side yet to um, fall behind in the top flight this season, and um, only AC Milan um, and obviously them have got a 100% record in the top European division. But can Aston, obviously, I I don't think Aston Villa will get top four or whatever. You know, we've seen stranger things happen, look at Leicester. But how far can Aston Villa finish up the top of the league now, Lloyd? I like it. Um
2: we're only five games in so you can only really judge anything properly like you can tell they're in amazing form they have like a very good team like very good team like they've quietly done amazing business so like I'd definitely not say top four like I'd say they could pretend like obviously they were like relegation candidates last year and I only didn't get because they're, uh, they're like mistake in the in the like goal line technology like, they've done some amazing business. So they're going to be nowhere near, like, Asian. I'd pr- probably say mid-table. Or, like, potentially a push. For like your, uh, yeah. But, like, only did if you, they keep up this, like, amazing form. Yeah, it
1: was, Which I is, don't is see them doing. No, I, I don't know. It's, they've, had, they've had a good stop. Like you said, I think Martinez has been really good. But whether or not, you know, when they come up, obviously they do really well against Liverpool, we're not down to now, But when they come up against um teams that Will probably. I think the defending can only get better from now. I think it can, I can't get any worse, I think, compared to what it is. But I do, I do think they're not going to continue um, this run up. And, you know, I think maybe Lloyd's right. Europa League, maybe. Um, but I think top 10, probably. I'm looking at the area. Only one nine and beaten sides remaining in the um, Premier League and the FL Everton, Bristol City. Um Reading, Sunderland, Bournemouth, Walsall, Forest Green and Ipswich hold that. Um, record then on uh, Monday, then two games. And we had our first nil-nil of the season after forty-seven matches. Um West Brom nil, Burnley nil. Um they were so well, you know, first nil-nil, they was coming at some stage. Um they obviously um West Brom had Branislav Ivanovich back, obviously ex Chelsea. He um, was his first um, start in the Premier League since December 2016. And then Conor Gallagher um, made his debut as well. Um, Nick Pope then, obviously a clean sheet and six saves um, for him. Is he England's best goalkeeper, Lloyd? Uh,
2: he's definitely up there. I'm not sure if he's better well than Henderson. But he's, he's definitely up there. And he's been okay. playing, which is something else, hasn't done. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so I, I was just about to make that point, actually. That obviously, I'm going to be saying Dean Henderson's a Man United keeper Um, I think he is better, but as you said, the key in that is that Pope's been um, playing as well, and they were helped by Dwight McNeil, um, signing a new long-term contract. Obviously, he was linked with us, um, a return to us, um, but he signed until June 2024. Obviously, he was a key player Um, for them last year. Then in the final game, as Max also said earlier, uh, Wolves won away at Leeds 1-0. While uh, Jimenez's um, shot deflected off Calvin, uh, Calvin Phillips um, was enough for Wolves there to uh, Le- lose for the first time in three games and failing to score um, despite dominating the first half, you could say. Um, for Wolves, then, is how are they going to get Europa League this season, or possibly Champions League match? Um,
3: definitely not Champions League, and I'd probably. He hasn't to say Europa League. I think losing a player like Jota is obviously going to be a big hit. They've got some good players. Um, obviously, they they signed and um, they didn't sign him uh, summer, but I think they signed him uh, in the past. Good young players to, to eventually grow up and overtake him when he w- was to leave Jota. But um, I think they they have a good team, and um, I, I I just don't see them uh, being better than than any any of the potential teams uh, are ahead of them. You know, teams like obviously Everton has stepped into that now and I think Leicester are probably better than two. And you could even say maybe a Leeds or something along those lines, you know, maybe an Aston Villa as well. I think all have the potential to, to, to be better than them. So I don't I don't see them um finishing seventh like they did last season. But I think that's probably the highest they they could finish potentially.
1: Yeah, um and you took that lead, So obviously they had Liam Cooper who was a key player, he pulled out in a warmer. Um, and Strujic had to come in. And then Calvin, Halip, uh, Calvin Phillips sorry, Harry, um, suffered a shoulder injury against, um, obviously, Wolves, and he's facing up to six weeks on the um, sidelines as well. But they've obviously given a debut to Afina as well. Um, but go back on to Wolves then. A um, bit unlucky, obviously, C.A. said that um, brilliant volley ruled out by um, VAR, again, by millimetres, like we said that Marnie one was. Um one incident I do want to get onto, um, Lloyd, was the Raul Jimenez. Obviously, he got bought down the last few minutes, but it was a kick out. Um, and you've seen a lot of players get reds for that um, over over the past few seasons. Was it a red for you, obviously, that kick out on cost?
2: Uh, oh I, I'm not sure. I, I did see it. And it did look like it was one. It was like, like, like surely he's going to get some sort of card for that. I'm not going to complain as a red because he's in my fantasy team. Yeah. Like I, I definitely do think that they they'd have the potential for red. Like, like I'd say at least a yellow. Yeah, I think. You like you it, it, it was, it was a kick out. Like.
1: Yeah, I, I think you. I was, I thought he was gonna go over to the. VA yeah, I, monitor I,
2: yeah, I thought, I thought it was monitoring off. Yeah, I. I
1: thought, I thought my um, week was he, over. Yeah. <laughs> Tell you what, though, Fernandez saved mine. But that's another um, debate. Um, obviously as well. Connor Cody was a, a bit of a funny moment for him. He was stunned yeah. to find out that um, Max Kilman was awarded man the match instead of him. Um, is he one one for the? I think he's English. One for the uh, future for England, Lloyd. Uh,
2: well, yeah, potentially. Like he, he's been some very good performances lately. He did then get picked by Southgate, and like it, he has looks really good. And I wouldn't be surprised if he does that sign more for England because centre back specifically is actually an area they are quite weak in.
1: So, yeah, I think um, Connor Cody said he is a um, really good young player as well. Um, there, um, So, there are all the um, pictures this week then. Um, next week, on uh, Friday, Aston Villa play Leeds at 8 o'clock on BT Box Office. On Saturday, then, four games. West Ham play Man City at half 12 on BT. We'll see if West Ham can um, turn around another 3-0 win and um, see if Man City are bottlers this time. Um at three o'clock, Fulham play Palace on BT box office as well. We played Chelsea in a massive game um at half five on Sky. Um, also on Sky but on box office. Liverpool play Sheffield United. and um, was first game, um well, first Premier League game that is for Liverpool um to see how they do without Virgil van Dijk. Um on Sunday then Southampton play Everton at two um, on Sky, see if Everton can continue their brilliant run of form. Wolves play Newcastle at half four on Sky. You play Leicester Lloyd um court past seven on Sky box office. Uh Brighton play West Brom on Monday at half five in Sky uh, box office, and then you play away live on Sky Lloyd at Max uh, way at Burnley. Um, there hopefully Son gets a few goals as I brought him in in my fantasy team. Um, but um uh, the Premier League table then um this week looks a bit weird compared to normal, but you know. It's a weird Premier League year. Everton the top on 13, then then it's Aston Villa on 12, uh, who have played four. All the rest have played five pretty much. Liverpool in third on 10. Leicester occupying the last um, Champions League spot on goal difference to you. Lloyd on nine with a goal difference of four. Then it's you in fifth on nine, goal difference of two. Wolves also on nine. Tottenham in seventh on eight. Chelsea in uh, eight on eight. West Ham jump up to ninth there on seven, then Leeds seven, Man City seven, Southampton seven, Newcastle seven, Crystal Palace seven, we're on Man United six, Brighton four, West Brom two, Burnley one, Sheffield United one, and Fulham one. Um, As like I said, with Aston Villa, Burnley, Man United, and Man City got um, a game in hand. I don't know whether when that will be as well. And a quick start, which was probably my favourite stat of the week as well. Gareth Bale made his first Premier League appearance for Tottenham since May 2013, seven years and 152 days ago. Longest gap between appearances for Tottenham, which I think that's quite a remarkable stat and fair play to that person that sits at home and researches that stat. (laughs) Um, Is uh, that you, Leon? (laughs) Well, you know, I I can't reveal that. But um, anyway, (laughs) (laughs) um, don't forget as well, you can listen to all the um, shows we've been doing um, on Spotify as well, alongside other shows. Um, I think you've got the History Show with Miss Gibbard, Reading Sessions with Miss Henry as well. Miss Lopez, obviously, with the um, St. Martin Show and the Distant Learning Podcast with Mr. Lewis as well. So um, before I, uh, when I go now, have a look at my... I can't speak. Um, we'll finish it there then so I can go and research some more stats as well, just to please Mm -hmm. Lloyd. Um, that's it for the um show this week. Don't forget, we'll be back um next week with the Champions League match day one. As uh, Mr. Lopez, the team Atletico, play Bayern, Man United play um PSG, um, a few of those, I think Chelsea play Sevilla, and Liverpool play Ajax, and Man City play Porto. And I'll also be looking back at the second rate competition Europa League. um, you know, Arsenal and Tottenham's league, sorry. Um, you, I think, who do you play, Lloyd? I think we had this the other day. You play Lask, don't you? Um, Max, and I think you well, we've play... got
2: We've got Rapid Vienna. Rapid, mind, right?
1: Rapid Vienna there, so to be fair, both teams should um, win them games, and uh, it's the first game back for Tottenham to see if they'll uh, bottle-job it against Lask. Um, so that's it for um, this week's show. Thank <laughs> you for listening, and goodbye. Mm.
5: out Shelby who has a bit of room here to try and do some damage to Manchester United <laughs> <laughs> it in! somehow it's squeezed through
4: ball goes wide and you know, to be fair to look Shaw. he has to try and stop the ball coming across the face and there's absolutely nothing you could do about that David De Gea expecting it to go to his right
5: wow. here comes the corner there's the header there's the goal Harry Maguire on target, powerful header from the man with the armband and Manchester United are level Play on says Craig Dawson. St Maxima trying to commit the challenge and it goes and a brilliant save from David De Gea, which keeps Manchester United on level terms That's a
4: terrific save.
5: With Mata and Rashford, who has Fernandes as a runner and had plenty to contend with. Certainly caught the leg of Rashford. The decision is penalty kick. Fernandes is thwarted. Carl Dallo stayed strong, and the man who's normally flawless from the spot is not able to slot. Matter. Neatly worked by Manchester United here. Marcus Rashford might need some help. He gets it from Fernandez, who squeezes it in. They have been banging on the door finally they find a way through and after a stuttering start Manchester United may well be kick-starting their season. Wan-Bissaka, Rashford and back again Wan-Bissaka! Well that seals it, puts the icing firmly on the cake and it's a special moment for Aaron Wan-Bissaka, his first senior goal Rashford could be in here, Kraft struggling to keep up, Rashford will take it on and it ends up being emphatic, it has been a big response from Manchester United after their Tottenham troubles.